0: The Cholera Outbreak of 1854 A cholera outbreak hit the Soho District of London in 1854. The disease caused several hundred deaths. A council of medical officials was convened to discuss what might be done to stop its spread should they evacuate that part of the city, or perhaps put that part of the city under quarantine. In 1854, the origins of the disease was not fully understood. It was mistakenly believed that cholera was spread by breathing the atmospheric vapors that arise over unclean and polluted waters. The doctors doctors decided that the disease simply needed to run its course, and it would go away as mysteriously as it had come. This satisfied everyone on the council but one man, a doctor by the name of John Snow. He decided to take matters into his own hands and to continue to search for the cause of the cholera outbreak on his own. He collected all the information he possibly could. He interviewed the victims' families. On a large map of London, he marked down the locations where the people had died. In his research, he discovered that one thing the people who had died had in common was that they all got their drinking water from a public square at the intersection of Broad Street and Lexington Avenue. This public square had a water hand pump with a long handle on it. The water from the pump came from the nearby Thames River. London at this time had many open sewers which emptied directly into the Thames River. Cow sheds and slaughterhouses also deposited animal waste into the river. A public utility company by the name of Southwark and Vohall was one of a handful of water companies taking water from the river and treating it to make it drinkable. Apparently the filtration system they used wasn't up to the task and left contaminants in the water. The doctor convinced authorities to cap off the well and the cholera outbreak ceased. Capping off that pump and having the people find a different source of drinking water saved many lives. Drinking clean, pure water is absolutely essential for health health and well-being. We should never take clean drinking water for granted. Do you know that each one of us has a spiritual thirst as well as a physical thirst that must be satisfied? However, many people in this world are seeking to get their spiritual refreshment from unclean sources that are full of contaminants which cause spiritual death. Let me explain. This thirst in our souls needs to be quenched with clean, flowing refreshment from a pure source. As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. This cold, clean water originates in the far country of heaven and comes down to our souls when we believe the good news of the gospel. It flows down from God to our souls when we repent of our sins and believe the good news of a Savior sent from heaven. Repentance, or a heartfelt turning away from our sins, is absolutely essential. Without without it, we will forever be drinking from contaminated sources which bring disease and and death into our lives. Drinking from the wells of this world, which are contaminated with lusts, pride, and selfishness, will result not only in physical death, but also that which the Bible calls the second death. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The second death occurs when souls pass out of this world in a state of sin and are cast into the lake of fire. Those who died from cholera died a painful, agonizing death. But this temporary suffering, which is only for a little while, doesn't begin to compare to the pain and agony of spending eternity in the lake of fire. The Lord Jesus said, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be a well of water springing up into life everlasting. Not until people start drinking the living waters that the Lord Jesus has to give will they find life, health, and well-being for their souls. To bring living waters to our souls, Jesus Christ came to the world and gave his life at the cross. How could one man's death make such an immense difference for the rest of the world? This is how. He was more than just a man. He was also the second person of the triune God, co-eternal and co-equal with the Father. Because of the greatness of his person, His death has a power to remove sins. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. The Savior died that we might live through him. This life freely flows to sinners when they renounce their sins and place their faith in the name of Christ. Whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of life freely. No matter what your past may be, God now invites you to take the water of life and drink freely. He wants you to drink, not once, not twice, but ever and always. Christ alone has the living water to give. He has an an abundant and never-ending supply. Will you drink it by believing in Him? The Southwark and Valhall Water Company failed to purify the drinking water from the Thames River. There are many companies in this world that claim to provide clean drinking water, but which in truth are full of contaminants which brings spiritual death. Let me name a few of these companies. If you are quenching the thirst of your soul in any of them, I hope you decide to cap them off and never drink from them again. There is one company that claims to purify putrid water and make it suitable to drink called the Carnal Entertainment Refreshment Company. People who get their water from this company think that the satisfaction of their soul's thirst comes from indulging their lust, desires, and, and passions. The company makes all sorts of false claims about how healthy their water is when in truth it carries death and destruction, for to be carnally minded is death. Don't be deluded by the false promises this company makes. You are a spiritual being. If you ignore the needs of your soul, you will be doing as much damage to it as you would to your body as if you drank dirty water. Ignore the needs of your soul and you will inevitably be enmeshed in a death and destruction from which you may never be free. Another company that is pumping unclean spiritual refreshment onto millions is the Progressive Water Company. This company self-proclaims that they have the most knowledgeable experts working for them. They claim the drinking water, they claim the drinking water of most of our ancestors was sadly polluted, and that they have now discovered what is good for people. Sins such as abortion, divorce, infanticide, euthanasia, and all other kinds of deviance, once thought unclean, now they loudly proclaim to be perfectly safe. What a company this is. The water they are pumping out has bits of death dissolved in it. Furthermore, this company declares every person has a privilege to determine for themselves what is good or evil. But this is as ridiculous as saying drinking water laced with the bacteria Vibrio cholerae is pure and good to drink, just as long as you choose to call it wholesome. What ridiculous nonsense. Finally, a third company claiming to deliver spiritual freshmen to the masses is the... Who needs God, Water Company? This company insists the water they deliver is absolutely the purest available, but they leave the everlasting God out of the picture. This will never do because our souls were made to live by faith in God. God is the source of all goodness that has ever been and ever will be. Our souls thirst for him. The problem is people often mistakenly seek to quench the thirst of their souls by turning to lesser things and and leaving God out of their lives. Not until God is sought first and foremost can any person truly satisfy the thirst of their souls. These companies plainly reveal the truth that only faith in Christ, through faith in Christ, can our soul's deepest thirst be quenched. Looking elsewhere will always lead to the wasteland of emptiness and death and destruction. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes on me shall never thirst. The nobility and beauty of the life of Jesus Christ shows forth that he is the one and only true Son of God. He was not like other men who tripped and stumbled in their efforts to live righteously. He was perfect righteousness, goodness, and love, living in the midst of human suffering. Because he suffered, sinners on their way to eternal death can stop in their tracks and look to him for the salvation of their souls. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Imagine somebody catching cholera and getting sick to the point of death. Imagine if they were told that they didn't have to die, that there was a remedy at hand and a remedy that never failed and it was free and available for the taking. Do you think they would pass it by? Of course not, but this is exactly what great numbers of people are doing when it is pointing out to them that the wages of sin is death and that the only remedy is faith in the Savior. Instead of coming to the Savior, they pass Him by. They don't take the remedy for sin and death that God in love to our souls has provided. Don't make the fatal mistake of passing Christ by until it's forever too late. Will you come to the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in him so that you might drink from the wells of living water? If you do, you will find that both in this life and the life to come, you have made the best decision ever. You will find eternal life. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent.